This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919-1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time in Mon Europe, the end of Chacht Erechor. Agasuligum, a Makan Shah, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetoch, Ara, Igornamion, on Kestin Echol. Vientalam Aginom Griv, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Just a warning to say this podcast deals with issues of mental health that some people may find distressing. Today on the Indo Daily, why people are worried for Britney Spears. It's Britney, bitch. And the VMA for best pop video goes to Britney Spears. As a teenager, she was a pop princess, screen siren, and fashion icon. Britney Spears, the singer's cult classic film Crossroads, the movie's going back into theaters in celebration of Britney's highly anticipated memoir release. Superstardom took its toll on Britney's career, mental health, and life. You're blocking traffic. You have to realize that we're people. Mid a media frenzy, the 26-year-old pop star was brought by ambulance to a Los Angeles hospital. She came in and she said she wanted her head shaved, so she grabbed the hair clipper and started doing it herself. Now, a new video of her dancing with knives has led to the authorities getting involved amid concerns for her safety. What she did yesterday over the weekend worried a lot of fans. She was dancing with knives. Sources say that Britney has sharp tools all throughout her house, including her bedroom, because she's afraid of being re-institutionalized. I'm Fiannon Sheehan, and today on the Indo-Daily, I'm joined by pop culture journalist Louise Bruton to ask, is Britney back in trouble? Louise, Britney Spears is back causing alarm amongst her wide fan base uh, across the globe. Her, with her latest controversy is knife dancing. What is this about? The personal conservator of Britney Spears uh, put together a list of warnings of things she should not do. One of them was keep knives away from her because she has a fascination with knives. She sleeps with a knife in her room and it came home to roost last night. Well, I think in the world of Britney Spears and particularly with Britney Spears fans, there's always a low level state of alarm. Um, But her recent videos have really caused people to be quite concerned about her well-being um, and probably crossing a line with calling um, on the LAPD to go in and do a welfare check with her where she 
regularly does dancing videos on her Instagram account, but this time she was using knives, which she says was to kind of honour the Shakira dance performance that would have happened on the MTV VMA Awards uh, a few kind of days previous to that. It has, I feel, been a little bit sensationalised, particularly with TMZ, because since any of Britney's uh, troubles have been in the public eye, TMZ have always been the first ones there to... um, maybe put it more of a negative slant on what's happening, not being very sympathetic to the fact that she has had a long history of mental um, illness and the fact that she is a very isolated performer um, who isn't actually working anymore and doesn't seem to particularly leave the house that much. She does do unusual things, but she has had a very unusual life, um, particularly in the last 10, 15 years. You mentioned a, a welfare check. So what happened there? The police took notice. Yeah, and they took notice and showed up on Britney's doorstep uh, on Wednesday night. They went there to perform a welfare check uh, because there were concerns, and it was all based on that video, a couple of videos that she posted, including the one with the bandages. They have this kind of mental health kind of unit to go in and check on people who they believe to be not in their full state of mind to go, go knocking on her house. And she was actually, she was quite frustrated about that. This has happened to her before. When it happened before, it actually proved to be kind of accurate. Her Instagram account was deleted for a little while and she's someone who does love her Instagram account and fans were concerned and they contacted the LAPD to do a welfare check on her. And this was in around the time that it turned out that she had actually been submitted into a mental health facility against her will. So she has responded to all this by saying she's fine and then she escaped off on a high-profile trip to a very lavish resort. Yeah, off to the French Polynesia Islands, um, which I believe costs about $20,000 a night to stay there. So private jet with a bunch of her friends to stay in, in what is kind of a an exclusive villa that you, you that celebrities rent out. Yeah, Beyonce and Kim Kardashian have had their, their big parties there as well. It's very easy to sensationalise what it is that's going on. She's had a scandal, then she goes on a holiday. I think one of the things that people are concerned about is who is she hanging around with? None of the people that she had gone on this holiday with are familiar faces. Um, and that is kind of another big concern as well, because when she got married um, just under two years ago, it, it was clear that none of the people attending were actually her close and personal friends. It was just a bunch of celebrities that don't seem to have a long connection to Britney, like Drew Barrymore, or Selena Gomez. And none of it really makes sense. So I think the bigger question is, who is Britney letting into her world? Who is advising her? Um, is, is she going to fall into the traps of keeping bad company, which she did back in 2007, 2008, when she um, had her very public breakdown? It's her social media activity that is fueling a, a lot of this, this chatter about her. What, what kind of material is she putting up? So Britney didn't always have access to her social media account. 2017, 2018, there was a very distinct change in tone where it was clear that she had the passwords again. And she would post things like kind of silly memes, um, silly uh, kind of links to nice images that she saw elsewhere. It was all very kind of fun and carefree and not, not massively taxing on the brain. But then she started posting her own content again, which I think points to a very lonely life where she would do a lot of fashion shows by herself, just kind of trying on outfits. Um, And then these dance routines where she's usually just spinning around and kind of focusing on the camera. And lately she has been doing more kind of nude nude based or nude based, yeah, nude based uh, kind of photos. And it all seems 
bad in comparison to the kind of high production values that we would have previously seen when she was younger and when she was actively performing, where she had a huge team to make her look good. But this is just her and like an iPhone. For most of her life, Britney Spears has had to battle a lot of critics over her weight and over her appearance. And she does have a hyperfixation about her own weight now. And she would often post videos being like, I look skinny in this or I've lost a certain amount of weight. I'm looking good. So she is in this particular strange psychological kind of battle with herself of how she should look and appear because of how all of the adults in her life would have spoken to her when she was younger and then how all of the media would have expected her to look and then how all of her fans would have demanded her to perform. So it is a very, very complicated thing, her relationship with her body and how she presents herself to her fans and none of it's living up to anybody's expectations just because it's completely unfiltered and we're not used to seeing the real thing. Take me back to the start of this latest phase of her life, if not her career. Explain the Free Britney movement to me and and what emerged from that. It is official. The conservatorship of Britney Spears has been terminated. This is the moment they found out she is finally free. For the first time in almost 14 years, back in control of her near $60 million fortune... Free Britney is maybe one of the most powerful fan movements that's ever happened uh, because it had direct real life effects on on Britney Spears' freedom. Um, So between 2008 and November 2021, Britney Spears was under a conservatorship which her father, Jamie Spears, was the sole custodian of her life. She wasn't allowed to spend a single penny without his permission. She wasn't allowed to have a mobile phone. She wasn't allowed to drive any meetings, any arrangements she had to have with people outside of her immediate professional circle. She had to have his permission. So this was when it started when she was about 23, um, in and around that age, um, shortly after she had her two children, um, Jaden James and Sean Preston. And But the very peculiar thing about this is conservatorships are usually reserved for people who are an incredible danger to themselves, who aren't of sound mind to make any decisions whatsoever. And while Brittany was under this, she released a number of albums, she toured the world, and then she had her Las Vegas residency, um, Piece of Me, which ran for about four years. And if she was not of state of mind to look after herself, then there's a very clear argument that she shouldn't have been performing, like working to that extreme level, which would be hundreds of concert dates across the world, not having a sense of what country you're in, what time what time it is, and not being close to your family. So it became clearer when Britney got control of her social media again because her fans believed that she was sending out secret messages to them to let her know that all wasn't well. And while it's easy to roll your eyes at that, it actually turned out to be true. She was trying to communicate with her fans um, by wearing certain colour T-shirts, holding certain things in her hands, because in the comments her fans would have said, if you need help, wear yellow. And then she would wear yellow. So there was this sort of coded communication happening between them. This all kind of came to a crux around 2019 where the the Free Britney movement from fans crossed over to mainstream media. And it was then that people were like, hang on, this when we look at it, this woman has not been free for a very long time. And it came to a head in 2019 when she was announcing a new Vegas residency, which was abruptly cancelled. And she had said it was due to the health of her father, Jamie Spears, and, and she wanted to look after him. But it turned out that 
he had actually sent her away to a mental health facility, which she then later claimed was punishment for standing up for herself mm-hmm. in uh, rehearsals for, for this new residency. So there did seem to be a huge level of control where she wasn't allowed to speak up for herself or allowed to make her own decisions when it was clear that she did have the mental capacity to do this. And she then around 2021 was when the public trials were happening where they were basically constructing how much freedom she should have. And she pleaded a very, very eloquent case. I wish I could stay with you on the phone forever because when I get off the phone with you, all of a sudden, all of I hear, I hear all these no's, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden I get, I feel ganged up on and I feel bullied and I feel left out and alone. And I'm tired of feeling alone. She calls out the fact that she had been basically abused for most of her life by having the simplest freedoms taken away from her. All she wants to do is have get married and have children. And she claims that she couldn't get married while she's in the conservatorship and children wasn't impossible because she had an IUD inserted. She didn't want that to happen. She just wanted to have the life that she wanted without her father controlling her. So she's raised in the conservatorship um there's there's big backlash against uh, her father as a result. She got married. So tell me about her marriage to Samaz Gary. Yes. Yeah, so he appeared in her in a music video of hers in about 2017, I think, just as a background hunk, um, so to speak. And then they started dating. And he, during a lot of the Free Britney um, movement, he was very supportive, and it seemed it seemed that he was a rock to her in sorts. When she testified in June 2021 to wish for the conservatorship to end, they then got engaged that September. And the timing of it just felt a bit unusual because it was a very high pressure, high media time in her life. It would make anyone feel uneasy if someone was having a very kind of high uh, stress time in their lives and then suddenly engagement wants to happen. But by November of that year, the conservatorship was dissolved. The, the way that it was dissolved was it was also quite concerning because it just meant that everything went back to Britney. She had full control of everything. But they got married in June 2022, which was a month after she announced that she had actually had a miscarriage. She got married, a small wedding in her house. And a very unusual thing happened that day as well, where you might remember in around 2004, Britney Spears had a, I think it was a 55 hour marriage uh, to a high school sweetheart, Jason Alexander. And the day of her wedding to Sam Mascari, he managed to break into the property uh, through all of the security, claiming that she was his first and only wife and he believed that he was invited to the wedding. Brittany, you gotta have a gun. Go. Hey, Brittany. Get out, bro. No, get out. Hey, where's Brittany at, bro? I'm Jason Alexander, first husband. Oh, I'm here to crash the wedding, bro. It's a very terrifying world that she lives in where anybody can break in and disrupt her peace. And I think that all she's looking for in, in the world is peace, but that's just not what she gets. Tell me then about her relationship with her family. So her dad, very prominent role throughout, throughout her life. Where is he at now? When Brittany first started out in her career, um, her parents were in the process of divorcing. So I think they divorced around 2003. So he was never a present figure in the early days of her career. It was always her mother, Lynn Spears. But when um, around 2007, this was when Brittany would have kind of shaved her head and there would have been uh, quite a lot of concern about her well-being. This is when Jamie suddenly reappeared, even though they never had a closeness and he never he was never part of her team. Um, because previously, previously you would have seen Lynn being 
a very kind of they were like a team they would work together a lot she would show up a lot to a lot of her events but Jamie was never around and it, it seemed unusual that he would suddenly step in when he wasn't the close family member they didn't have like a good relationship whatsoever but he was the one who took over but now they have nothing to do with each other she does not see him um, and he currently is actually quite ill it's hard to know what will happen with him She's back in touch with her mother. Yeah, there was a 30 minute meeting during the summer. But Brittany, whenever she has spoken publicly, she has kind of cried about how hurt she is that the people closest to her, particularly her mother and her little sister, Jamie Lynn, um, did absolutely nothing to try and help her when she was under a lot of uh, pressure and imprisoned basically by this conservatorship. And her sister, Jamie Lynn, became famous separately in a Nickelodeon show called Zoe 101. And since a lot of the conservatorship details have reached the public, explaining just how much darker it was than we previously thought, and Brittany has been very vocal about how disappointed she is in her family, it seems like Jamie Lynn has been riding this kind of media wave as well to boost her own career. She's released a tell-all memoir, which she claims has nothing to do with Brittany, but Brittany is the main focus of this book. What about her kids? from previous relationships. What's the status there? So she has two children um, who are, they're both, they're 16 and 17 years old and that's what uh, Kevin Federline, who she married in, I think about 2005. And she used to have joint custody with them, but now they are living with their father and they have recently relocated to Hawaii. It's a very unusual situation. They've also released their own videos discussing how they feel about their mother and which it feels quite, I don't know, icky, I think is is the best way I can use to describe it, where these young teenage boys who probably haven't had the most straightforward upbringing either are speaking out about their mother, calling out the things about the kind of the videos that she's been posting in her bikinis and that, and they would be taking the approach that she's been inappropriate. And also Kevin Federline snuck out some videos as well of Brittany scolding the teenage boys before, trying to make out that she was a bad parent. You said, Mama, oh, it'll change. You and your brother left me in that house always two hours early. Preston would sleep. You would play the piano the whole time. And if I didn't shower you guys with gifts and have amazing food ready and play a motherfucking saint, it was still never good enough. But that actually got its own backlash where people were like, that's just parenting. It's very hard to know what's right or wrong because this is a very high profile, high celebrity um, case with a lot of kind of mental health issues that are also at the front. So it's very hard to know what is the right thing to do. But the fact that it keeps being played out in the public between all of these, I don't know, snippy uh, videos and response videos, it just seems like it's gotten out of control. What about the career? Is there is there any sign of, of her ever going back touring or new albums or anything like that? The fact that she keeps releasing these videos of her dancing and dancing, she clearly misses performing. And it's something that she's known since she was eight years old. Like she, she has been in the public eye since a child. She knows nothing else but being uh being kind of America's sweetheart in that sense. So I would say that she might get performing again. She has released two songs. One was the collaboration with Elton John, which did quite well in the charts. And she also released a single, which I believe was an old demo from years ago with Will I Am. It was not good. <laughs> it was called Mind Your Business. Uh, not good, but I would I'd put all blame on Will I Am for that as he, he's, I wouldn't say he's the best uh, voice in pop. And what is the, the view now uh 
out there about the best way to help her. I mean, she came out of the conservatorship fully. Is there is there a view that that she needs some sort of help, or or is are, are people just saying, look, this has to play out now? This is what she wanted. She has a book coming out this month called The Woman and Me, which I think is going to reveal a much darker side to her life and her career, kind of personal and and public. And I think we're going to learn a lot more about her and what she's been through and how much it has deeply affected her. Because a lot of the time we are witnessing a very traumatised person who, for a number of reasons, extreme fame from a huge, from a very, very young age, extreme pressure to look a certain way, to be the breadwinner for her family. She's never known a moment's rest, either as being a superstar pop performer or just being a woman who's slated in the media. So I feel that there's a lot of information going to come out soon in this book. And it's ghostwritten or co-written with Sam Lansky, who's an incredible uh, pop culture journalist. So I think it will be done well. I don't think it's going to be a car crash of a book, hopefully. But I think we're going to learn a lot more. And that might be the the turning point which actually gives Brittany the break that she needs. Um, Where do you think she'll be in in 12 months' time? A a better place because the the book will have come out and she'll be able to tell her her story? Do you see any comeback career-wise? I think I would just like to see her living peacefully. The pop game is a very hard game. When you look at the physical lengths that the likes of, say, Beyonce goes to to put on just a, a tour, it's quite demanding. And I just don't know if Britney is up to that level to compete with her contemporaries out there now because they're basically touring, moving art shows now. I would love to see happen to her is that if she earns some of the respect back that she deserves for all that she's done for pop culture and for all that she's been through because it genuinely is a wonder that she is still alive after all that she's been through. You remain a fan? Yes. <laughs> of all the pop stars, there's nothing problematic about Britney Spears. She's always been good and kind-hearted. Her music has always stayed on this like beautiful kind of bubblegum pop era. And yeah, she remains an icon. And my thanks to Louise Bruton. I'm Fiona Chien, and today's episode of the Indo-Daily was produced by Gareth Mulhall, researched by Dave Hanratty, with sound by Gavin Hennessy. Archive clips from Sky News, the BBC News, the Today Show, E! News, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Fox 5, Washington DC, TMZ and Instagram, with songs by Britney Spears. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review. If you have been affected by any issues raised in this podcast, go to the Irish Independent website and search Someone to Talk To. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time in mon Iraq the end of Chacht Erachor. Agasuligam a Makan Shah, Gurfader Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetoch, Ara, Igornamion, on Kestin Echol. Vientalam Aginam Griv, Orkar Nrachtum. Yatakshetarin Griven, Orkarstan, Elis Duhalagas Gimina Fracht, Gorokligsar Dukashin Echor. Only Venown, Thardarakshin, Ven Marav. Shachten. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms.